0: Welcome to the Better Together Life podcast.
1: A full time family building a Texas homestead from scratch. All right, welcome back to part two of how to convince your spouse. To homestead or do something crazy. In part one, we kind of went over the background of Kelly and I and some of the how to speak and to listen to your spouse. So on part two, we're gonna talk more about some tactics on how to get on the same page with your spouse. Or if you're listening to this and your your spouse shared this with you and you don't want a homestead, this kind of validates some of your concerns. All right, y'all, before we get started, I want to let you know about another very special company that we work with, Rebel Outdoor Products. You see, Rebel Outdoor Products is where you wanna go in all of Mississippi in whenever you're looking for portable buildings. It is family-owned and operated. They offer the widest variety of sizes and options and styles for your shed to house. They sell United Portable Buildings and they are the number one seller of Eagle carports in all of Mississippi. So after you've been able to convince your spouse of homesteading and building your farm out, after you listen to this episode today, if you're in the Mississippi area, you want to contact Ray Hilmes over at Rebel Outdoor Products. Best way to get in touch with Rebel Outdoor Products is on their Facebook page. So just type in Rebel Outdoor Products, R-E-B-E-L, outdoor products You got to be into what they're into. You're married. You That's made good. the commitment, so you need to find something that they are into. And if you're listening to this, then I would also say in terms of compromise, you need y'all need to make some sort of compromise to meet in the middle. If you're the person that wants to homestead, maybe you just start going crazy bananas with gardening and canning.
0: But that was also one of the things that we did before we moved out here. You had this like unction to do something different. And I remember over and over saying, how do you expect to take care of seven acres when we don't even take care of our little suburban house?
1: You got to do your work to be able to make sure that you're on maybe not the same page, but hopefully you're on at least the same chapter and definitely in the, in the same s- book. Yes. So once you get that done, we're going to kind of do some rapid fire here, bullet points to where you can get some little tactics on how to get on the same page we already bought the property so we knew we at least wanted to buy acreage then we knew that hey this was something that we would both want to live on so i wanted to immediately sell our home and move to our property while kelly saw this as more of like a maybe five to ten years down the road type of transition we knew that this was kind of something that we both wanted i'm a list maker i made a priority list i wanted to write down all the things that was in my priority of living here on this property and a priority of what I wanted for our family. But in this midst of me trying to get on the same page with my wife, the top priority that I wanted is, hey, I am sick and tired of having laws and regulations put on me that I can't just do what I want. If I wanna do something on my own property, I wanted, like I, I don't want an HOA to tell me that I cannot do that. So that was a big priority. I also wanted, we live in Texas, we have mosquitoes, and I understand all the things, benefits that you can have with having chickens. I wanted that. I I wanted to be, and I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to do that in our house. I just wanted space. I was like, I'm suffocating. I wanna be in the country life. What we wanted to
0: experience on our property.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I was suffocating in suburbia, especially in that house. So we knew we were on our way, whether we moved on this property or not, we were going to sell our house and we wanted to get out. Also, we didn't want to have to pay the high property taxes.
0: And and I think I could see these things in you. Again, just coming back to like questions. I want to know you. Mm. You want to know me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have to remind you that you do want to know me and that you should ask me questions more because I can tell when you're kind of manipulating this story. Like when you're trying to get me to an answer that you can build off of mm. and I'm like, dude, quit leading me somewhere. Just tell me. So if you're listening to this, it's not Kelly and Bo have all this like perfect wisdom to share. It's Kelly and Bo have really screwed up a bunch of times and what we come back to as this success is seeking to like always believing each other first, right? If you've got a feeling, I just have to believe that that's how you feel and I don't have to argue it. Then coming back to like, how do we get on that third street together? That option C and what does it look like? Because I want option C more than I want option B for me and sure as hell more than I want option A for you because yeah.
1: this is just an like, option A would have- killed our marriage like yeah, it would have it it, been detrimental like, if I did everything that I wanted so let's let's stay on point of like the priority list I yeah. think I know what your number one thing on we knew that we wanted to move here mm-hmm. so what was your number one priority for moving Gosh. here I think I know what it is
0: I, I think I think this was it was our like family right like us having space for our kids to climb trees and us
1: being able to that's that's more of the thing you, it's hard to measure. There was yeah. a very measurable thing. Tell me. No mortgage. Yeah,
0: especially in the suburbs. I mean, here's the deal. I think you think it's going to be really cheap. But, Bo, again, this is where it's good to have the pros and cons list and the crazy number nerd. There were a lot of lists that we made in the stages in the process getting here. But the idea of this being like a cheap option is certainly a fallacy. Like that's just not true. This is not a cheap option. But we did trade a mortgage of
1: Well, we bought it for the house for a hundred and fifty. So at the time that we were trying to sell our house, I think we owed like one ten.
0: Right. And now we live on a property that we purchased flat out for sixty four thousand, wasn't it? No. No, it was six point four an acre. 48. It was forty eight thousand.
1: We put a lot of money down on that.
0: Yeah. But that, like, that was an easy trade for me to see because I don't do numbers that great, right? Like, I'm not the sharpest.
1: Oh, shut up. You, for the numbers. Numbers is just something that it's just not, it's a, language, it's not a priority a for me. a
0: language you. I don't speak as fluently. However, when we're looking at this, that was so easy for me to say, wow, we could ditch our crazy Katie taxes. We could ditch our mortgage. And we could maximize our income by living in this property that sounds kind of like a dream
1: cuz we talked about barnominiums we talked about lots yeah. of different types of housing and kelly said if we're going to move to the woods mm-hmm. i don't want a mortgage
0: well if we're trading one mortgage for the other yes. what was the point we're leaving so many comforts for it it wasn't enough of a trade off i'm glad you remembered that i'm glad you reminded me of that because You're right. That mortgage piece was pretty critical. Now it's months down the road and I'm like, oh yeah, mortgage. It's kind of a non-thought of mine because we're so on target to be done with it.
1: We don't want to lie. We had to do a little bit of a bridge loan to be able to finish some things out in our house. But now we built a house that's so much more comfortable than we ever thought it was going to be. At least way more comfortable than I thought it was going to be.
0: But that was a part of the compromise too. Oh yeah, like, man, even us living here, moving in what timeline would we really have for that?
1: So then let's go into that. You just said it. It's the next bullet point that I, I wanted to be able to announce is compromise. So you have a yeah. priority list and do not, e- I hate to say it, it's not edit. Do not edit your spouse's priority list. Don't censor it. Don't, yeah, don't like argue while you're doing the, <laughs> listen, 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 listen to them. Because you're
0: going to get to the nuggets too. And you'll know each other if you're willing to do these things. And I recommend... You do them, especially if this is totally avant-garde for you and your family. Like maybe this is something you guys were already in the midst of and you've never done it. You're fine without it. But especially if you're just beginning this, the listening is the thing that's going to help you be closer. It's, when you get here, you have to be close. You have mm-hmm. to know what your goal is so very clearly that you can both be working toward it. And then when one of you kind of has ideas that stray away from it, you just come back to the, the basics and say, is this still our goal? If it is, let's focus on it until it's accomplished because that compromise is literally every morning you wake up to a new compromise without compromise at the head of this, everybody loses.
1: The biggest way that I can be able to explain it was we learned compromise in our premarital counseling and our, premarital counselors were a married couple, and they said this super amazing compromise thing that they had to do early in their marriage. I will never forget it. So
0: Solidified it.
1: Yeah, so one of the spouses got very, very annoyed that every time they would turn on the water, that the shower head would turn on, and it would hit them in the head. And that would just bug them so much because in their entire life of being single, before they got married, that was what they were used to, that they turned on the shower and the water came out of the tub so that they could test the temperature first before, and then they pulled the handle before the shower came on. So, let's we'll just say she. She got really, really annoyed with this because it was just what she was used to, and so she had to come to her husband and say, hey, this is annoying me, I know this is a weird thing, but no, can you help me?
0: this, and she too. said, you wouldn't know this if I didn't tell you. Yes. But when I turn on the shower and the shower head goes on first and not the tub, it sets me off on the wrong foot for the rest of the day.
1: She asked, after you are done showering, can you please push the button down so that it goes back to To the tub? tub?" They were really good at conflict and communication. He said, I have a compromise for you. Whenever I am showering, I turn the shower off, I grab my towel, and then I dry myself off in the shower. Then I step out onto the mat, and the mat is soaking wet. That sends me off. You wouldn't know this if I didn't say it, but that sends me off. Could you, if I'm going to do the thing with the shower button thing, could you, when you're done with the shower, dry yourself off so that whenever you step out on the mat, you don't dry yourself off on the mat and the mat is soaking wet because I don't like my feet to touch that cold wetness. That compromise was something that I will always remember. So with Kelly and I and being able to move onto our property, we had to make compromises for this. One thing that Kelly said, you know, for us, for me, my priority was like, hey, I want to be able to not have restrictions. I want to be able to have the freedom. And Kelly, you know, a big one was no mortgage. So mm-hmm. for us, you know, like I kind of was into the barn dominium thing. Right. And, you know, I started Shed the House, so it was, I, I'm still open to it, but I, right. I, I didn't really know. But Kelly was like, we want, we, we're not going to have a mortgage. So I was like, okay, awesome. So that's it. Now, something that you also said in the beginning, was, hey, I'm okay with you having the rabbits and animals, but I do not want to be... Responsible. A, a, well, yes. That was a Yeah, that was a compromise, and I was totally fine with that. I was like, yes, totally. But you also said, I do not want to be a slave to our property. Right. And so the... Comp- I don't
0: want to be imprisoned by Ooh, our property, that, because that we listen to... It might have been... I think it was Pure Living for Life I think life it was Pure time. Living for Life, And they said a huge problem that people have is they get so inundated with all the animals and the systems that they can never leave because even training someone to run a solar system, well, not a solar system, but a solar panel and battery system... To take care of different An animals that system, they have, yeah. yeah. To teach people how to use these off-grid systems, to teach them how to take care of the animals, was more effort than it was worth to leave. And for me, to live here, being bound and never being able to take a quick trip down down the highway to meet a friend, is the opposite of what I would consider freedom.
1: We're not off-grid by any means, so you know utilities and stuff. That's a piece of cake. But something that we talked about, and I, I conceded that. Right. I said, okay, cool. That means we're not going to get laying chickens. We're going to try to do meat chickens to where mm-hmm. it's, or, or maybe some feeder pigs. Mm-hmm. So it's a very short time frame. I mean, it's a measurable time frame. Of, a season of, of a season of commitment to right. your property. Now things changed a little bit. Is whenever we got here, and Kelly said how cool would it be for the kids in a homeschool project for us to incubate our eggs? Mm-hmm. And I was like, totally. This is something that my wife is excited about. I will wait six months to get laying hens to, to be able to incubate them. So we compromise even now that we're yeah. here. There, we, you go back and forth and you just always want to have open communication and listen to where that person is. And maybe
0: there are some things that have fallen to the cutting room floor. We certainly compromised on when and how the condition of the house would be when we moved in. But I think since being here, there are things that just didn't even matter. You know, like our window frames are still not in. We have windows, but they're not framed in. And that's okay. It's just not a priority. And it's not even a contention between the two of us. Like, do we do this, do we not? Not every step of the way is compromised, but it is an exercise. Because once you live here, things don't get easier. There's nothing easier about living here. But I also firmly believe that easy doesn't mean better.
1: The last thing that I would wanna be able to just share with you is, I don't know if this is an issue with you or your spouse. You really cannot underestimate the huge importance of family and friends. Y'all, this is, I knew that in the beginning that this was gonna be the biggest deal for Kelly and I and our kids as well, was that we were moving two hours away from our community, our our support system, our, you know, we always said that our church was our second home. You know, Kelly and I both worked there. The kids had events there. Uh, Kelly was on the worship team. So we were up there almost like Three times a week, we had a prayer room there. There was so much with this church that we miss, for sure. We definitely miss it. And it was all about the community. That was something that Kelly and I really had to talk about and this make sure that we were okay with moving that far away. I think that since it was two hours away, it was a doable thing. If it was more than this, I think it would have been a lot different and a lot harder for us to compromise and to come up with that some of you are going to have spouses that either you or your spouse are wanting to completely move to the sticks and like long way away one thing you know like our great friends the hollers that was something i'm sure that they had to have a really big conversation on is you know moving out of california if it's something that you are trying to convince your spouse to move out of state, and they don't want to because they are they want to be close to family or friends, man, you you got to back off. You That's really need to. That's
0: probably the first to. compromise. Where, where is the first compromise for yeah. sure?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was easier for us because we bought our property.
0: Also, Texas is enormous.
1: Another example is if you follow Jack Spearco of the Survival Podcast, he has a great story about that. Uh, He lived in Arlington whenever he first started the podcast and he did it full time. At that same time, he had what you you would call a bug out location. He had a second property for hunting and fishing in Arkansas. So it's not too far away, but definitely I think it was about a six-hour drive from uh, Fort Worth where they were. So they moved up to Arlington. His his son had already graduated high school and stayed in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And her father was still in the Dallas area. And so they had that distance. I think they were up there for maybe three years, somewhere around there. And they came back. They came back and had to buy new property because it was something that what he talks about is he underestimated the importance of family, Mm -hmm. that she needed to be close to family.
0: I think validate that. That's probably the most important thing. Validate that that is a top priority to your spouse. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, these conflicts get resolved by listening and believing each other. Eventually, you do become more aligned with whatever vision you guys have created yourselves. You're totally spot on in the idea that you will only be putting yourself, like, if you're the spouse who wants to do this, you will be putting yourself in this, like, crazy godlike status where they depend on you for absolutely everything and you can't live up. Like just no one can live up to that expectation to be the physical and financial provider, to be the one who's learning all of the things and then digesting that information to give it to your spouse. And if you have kids, that's a whole nother ballgame. But then you also have to be the sole emotional support for that person and you weren't meant to be that in the first place. But I think I have to wrap this up on a good note. Please. We love living here. This was a process. It's really easy to look at us on our property now in a vlog or a podcast and think the Brothertons, they're doing great. Everything's amazing. We are in this season. Everything is amazing. Everything is great. It is years of working to have these conversations, knowing that we want the best for the other person over our own knowing that we want the best for our children more than we just want to be comfortable. We're on the same page. We are in the same book. And that takes effort, especially when we have a starting point that has unrealistic expectations placed on the other person. So I hope that this helps you iron out some of those unrealistic expectations. The likelihood of your spouse just being a total turd and against you is really unlikely. Like it's you have to make a concerted effort to dislike your spouse. But it doesn't take much to be on the same page and want good things for them. It's just a habit.
1: Speaking to the spouse that's on the fence. Yeah. Was, was it is it worth it so far?
0: Hell yeah. Alright. This place is awesome. Like we walk through our little house and we say, I love this place. And for the person who loves projects, man, this is dreamy. Nothing's ever complete here. So you always have this ongoing project with a whole different podcast because we've had some real come to Jesus talks about being satisfied if the only thing that satisfies is a complete project because Lord knows We are going to be working on this place for years and years, not just the house, but the property as well.
1: I I think think once we could get a babysitter, I was pretty (laughs) satisfied. (laughs) That was so
0: great. That was a really good episode. But yeah, I think that when you're looking at this experience, it's a billion percent worth it. It's more than what we could have expected. It's totally life-giving and stimulating and challenging in a positive way, I think, because we did the work ahead of this, to know ourselves well enough and really say out loud, this is a non-negotiable. This is a compromise. This is what I hear you saying and how you value this need or want that you have. And then come to that third road that looks like this great collage of all of those things holding value and importance
1: all right so if you like this podcast and if any of this made sense if if it unlocked anything in you and you want to find out more about kelly and i you can go to youtube.com better together life we're also very active in our shed to house facebook group as well as our instagram accounts i am better together life and kelly over on instagram is at better together wife
0: isn't that cute adorable So one of the things we haven't covered in this podcast is the topic of finances. And if we're just very open, that's a real concern and consideration. If you don't work from home, then you have to live close to where you work. So we have taken the route of finances being free wherever we go and being able to work from wherever we live. And that opened up this property for us. So if you are on the fence and you need a job that allows you to work from home, deciding your own hours with a flexible schedule, and allows you to make an impact with a local or a global team, then talk to us about doTERRA. This has been our income for the last six years. And Beau has been working full-time at home with me on doTERRA for the last four
1: On today's episode, we want you to guess what the background noise is of our dogs. We thought that we were going to have a nice studio sounding house with the kids gone, but hey, it's 104 degrees outside and so we had to record this with the dogs in. So send us a direct message on Instagram. Name that dog sound. Oh, yeah. And then also, don't forget to check out our income expense report over at bettertogetherlife.com slash report.
0: Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. It's better together because you're here.